Alright, Wayne, what was it that you wanted to ask Cassandra? Will you still love me when I'm in my hanging out with Ravi Shankar face? Yeah. Will you still love me when I'm in my carbohydrate sequin jumpsuit? Young girls in white cotton panties waking up in a pool of your own vomit, bloated, purple, dead on a toilet face? Okay, party, bonus. Knock them down with the pions. Pion, 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 pion. What is going on, y'all? That's right. Terminate the hate with no fear, alright? But this ain't no t-shirt company. This is a movement, baby. Welcome back to the Treehouse Lounge. I am your buddy, the DJ, selector, MC, safe cracker, Mortimer, the magic man, Maine, coming at you live once again, 240 feet up from the forest floor, baby. We live high, we stay high, so we don't even need to get high, all right? So I just want to say hi to all my friends and family out there in the world from all of us up here in the forest. Wagwan. Welcome or welcome back. Today is a super busy day. I got to get right down to business. We got we got a truckload of juice to drop off, you know what I'm saying? Like if you want me to, let's just hook it right up to your veins so we can get it right up to your brains cuz this is Elvis the King part 2, the end. All right? I'm not going to play Elvis again, so this is a big deal. That is my man. Today, man, I must have set the record for uh, going hard in the paint with the research because my goal, okay, (laughs) is to have this episode basically focus solely on hilarious Elvis stuff, good and bad, but you know, it's either making you laugh 
cry, be like, what? Be like, yeah, right. You know, you hear it, you're just gonna, some people are gonna be like, yeah, right. So, to all you guys, you know, I encourage you to look it up if you don't believe me, you know what I'm saying? Because you know I'm bringing you the juice. The truth, as best I can. Sometimes I mess it up, okay? Sometimes I misspoke. <laughs> Which was pointed out to me by one of our listeners. Remember when I was talking about that movie with Will Ferrell and Julia Lee Dreyfus? I kept calling it Downfall. <laughs> it was actually called Downhill. Whoops. It reminded me of when I was in university and I was trying to get an A in this history class and I knew I had to get uh, an A on the last paper, but I ended up only getting a B and I was like, oh man, I never argued a paper, right? I was like, oh man, okay, this is the time to do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get these A's. And uh, so I go talk to the professor and he's like, yeah, okay, like I'll raise you. Uh, he raised me up like a half grade. He didn't get me to the A. My argument was strong, but it was pretty embarrassing that like the whole paper was on former Mexican president Lorenzo Cardenas, and I spelt his name wrong like <laughs> throughout the whole damn paper. Ouch! You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying with that? I was like spell check, you know, didn't catch it because like obviously Cardenas is not a common English word. I think you get what I'm saying. Jeez, talk about not getting down to the ease with ease if you please here we go oh man okay let's start it off on a really sad note then <laughs> elvis is dead <laughs> r.i.p elvis man a lot of people believe you're still alive a lot of people believe you faked your death. They're just like, oh yeah, like I saw Elvis, like at the mall, you know, a couple times. People are like, really? I thought I saw Elvis too. They're like, you know. <laughs> he died of a drug overdose, man. He died of drug overdose complications with other physical ailments that he was dealing with. But he died, I think, at 40 years old. And uh, it was pretty sad. <laughs> but uh, this guy, okay, like I said, the, the funniest stuff. I'm just going to get into it. Here's a quote. The man was the master of the sexual smile, treating his guitar as both phallus and girl. And I read this and I was just like, whoa. It's like his dick and his lady. I mean his penis and his lady. I was like, whoa. Here's another one. This man brought overt, blatant, vulgar, sexual frenzy to the popular arts in America. And I was just like, word up to that. <laughs> That's cool. This guy was the original massive crazy crowds of teens. Screaming, passing out, just flipping their wigs. Elvis is doing his thing before the British invasion, right? So a lot of people are probably like, oh yeah, I was like the Beatles <laughs> fans. They were like flipping out. Yeah, whatever. Elvis was on TV with it, you know, and then like 
other kids would see that and they would just start flipping out too. And all the parents and like the church people were like, oh my God. Elf is uh, staying on sex. Let's get this, let's get this out there first things first. Cause man, it seemed to be like everyone agreed <laughs> whether you liked his music or not, his politics or not, his lifestyle or not. That this dude was a handsome dude. Everyone was attracted to this guy. And he comes out there with these like gyrating hips. And people were just like, oh my god, like he's pretending to like do sex on stage and there's children watching. And uh, back then, like in the 50s, people preferred to pretend that sex like basically wasn't even a thing. <laughs> You know, man, yeah, and they preferred it to be like, you know, private and like not talked about and stuff and like for producing babies only like sex for pleasure. That's evil. That's the devil. He's the devil. For sure. People thought Elvis was the devil. But in my research, people from all over all talk about how attractive he was. We're talking you know, women, straight women, gay men, straight men liked him, you know, because he was such a badass, you know, like in the black leather and the hair. All the guys wanted to be him, the king, you know, um, everyone, gay, straight, man, woman, everyone was like, so if someone was like Elvis Presley, they'd just be like, yes. <laughs> that's what I think anyways <laughs> that's what I think <laughs> moving on okay this guy Elvis he had a lot of Hollywood girlfriends a lot of babes and Margaret and Natalie Wood to name a couple and Margaret they did that movie together oh my goodness this guy, yeah, was a sex symbol major. One of the original American sex symbols. That's why it's always like Elvis, James Dean, and Marilyn Monroe. Am I wrong? But there's more to Elvis than just that. There's also guns, karate, drugs, the Memphis Mafia, you know. So let's talk about that stuff. Let's talk about this stuff. Elvis had this period called the Lost in Hollywood period, which is from like 1961 to 1967, where the focus was way off the music and into just making movies. Because his manager, this guy, Colonel Tom Parker, this guy was a pretty notorious dickhead, like used and abused Elvis basically just to enrich himself you know seemed to like seemed to be the general consensus that uh, this guy like cared not for elvis you know like and only cared about the money and he just like rode him into the grave basically but whatever uh you know some people are probably like oh but he liked elvis though i'm just like whatever i'm not even gonna talk about this guy basically i'm like fuck colonel tom parker that's what i'm saying elvis he died of a drug overdose and when they there was all these like autopsies and like a cover-up like the first doctor was like oh it was just like he had just had a heart attack that's all they didn't want to release to the public that he had died with 14 different drugs in the system 10 of them of significant quantity 
you know, to feel some effects to seize. So uh, it's sad because when he started off, when he was like kicking it with Johnny Cash and Jerry Lee Lewis and these guys in Memphis, Elvis apparently was pretty clean, pretty drug free, rarely drank because he had uh, some alcoholism in his family and he was determined to not go out like that. So I learned all this, I was like, whoa. And so what ended the lost in Hollywood phase, which basically started with uh, Elvis's military service, I think. I can't remember what the dates were from the first one, but yeah, he had a comeback special in 1968, which was famous, like busted him back onto the scene. And I don't know if you've seen it or not, but you can you probably can picture it from the footage because it's that famous. Elvis is in the black leather. He's got the big hair. He's on that small stage completely surrounded by fans. You know, it's this intimate set. That's what uh, brought him back into the mainstream that was broadcast on TV and like had huge, like basically like half of America watched it. He had not done a live show since 1961, which was pretty crazy. It was such a success. Um, <laughs> I recommend you check it out though. You gotta see the fan interaction that Elvis had. Like this guy was such a comfortable performer and he knew that he was surrounded by people who were genuinely into him. So he was like super chill, cracking jokes, man. He's got good jokes. Like his band guys had like some pretty lame jokes, which is pretty funny because in 1968, people like laughed at lame jokes, I think even more than now, you know, I think people were like dumber back then. <laughs> they didn't have as much information. They didn't have the internet, man. Encyclopedias came in like books and like who's gonna spend like 150 bucks on some Encyclopedia Britannica bullshit, you know? Nah, me. Well, actually, I, de <laughs> I definitely would have. That's what we had in the crib when I was young. Okay. But yeah, like I said, everyone watch this on TV. Imagine a world where people used to just go watch TV having no idea what was going to be on, but they're just like, hey, I just got some time to relax, you know? So they just sit down, turn it on. There's like five channels, probably at most. Your TV might not even be in color. And uh, you turn it on and you're just like, oh, like flip through the five channels. Much like we scroll through social media today, I think. But the idea of doing that on a TV seems ridiculous, but the idea of doing it on your phone seems just like so natural, right? Isn't that the behavior of some of us? Of course it is. So when Elvis did the Aloha from Hawaii special in 1972, where he had that big white sequent jumpsuit where when he spread his arms like there was wings and everyone's just like, oh my God, he has become God, you know? They were all in awe. Everyone was like, Elvis rules. That was estimated to have been watched by 57% of TV audiences in the United States, which is a whole lot of people, you know? Everyone knew who this guy was. Yeah, these crazy suits, the jumpsuits. He had this guy that made him all these crazy jumpsuits. And uh, get this, they were all super tight. Get this, apparently Ed Sullivan, who like was cool with Elvis, like, <laughs> 
unlike the doors ed sullivan was like was that guy wearing a fucking coke bottle down his pants and uh i just like read this and i was like hey did elvis actually have a coke bottle down his pants like (laughs) for like package enhancement or you know is that just what like his penis looked like you know like in the tight pants like what the fuck and then someone else was just like oh yeah like a toilet paper roll and then i'm like well this is final top with like the cucumber wrapped in foil i'm like did people actually do this and then i guess the answer has to be yes but did elvis do it or not i do not know i do not know and i i'm not willing to do any more research okay i hope he wasn't package stuffing that's i don't respect that you know that's not uh, that's not how i you know walk my path you know what i'm saying elvis loved horses though which i thought was cool you know you gotta like you gotta love someone who's got the love for the animals you know the mega fauna i think you know what i'm saying my religion is trees right basically trees are the priests you know the planet is god geez okay i'm getting way off track let's listen to elvis Let's listen to some motherfucking Elvis Presley. The album we are listening to today is a major one. It's the one with that famous cover where it says Elvis in pink and Presley in green and he's just rocking out on his acoustic in this like cool white sport coat with the sleeves rolled up. This record is just called Elvis Presley. This is track one, side one off of um, probably one of his biggest. Let's dance, baby. Blue suede shoes. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show. Three to get ready now, go, can't go, but don't you step on my blue suede shoes. Well, you can do anything but take me over my blue suede shoes. Well, you can knock me down, step in my face, slander my name all over the place. Well, do anything that you want to do, but not, uh, honey, lay off them shoes and don't you. Step on my blue suede shoes Well, you can do anything But take me over my blue suede shoes Let's go, cat! Drink my liquor from an old fruit jar Well, do anything that you wanna do But uh, uh, honey, lay off my shoes And don't you step on my blue suede shoes Well, you can do anything But take me over my blue suede shoes Rock it! Fresh juice squeezed right out of raw vinyl, you know what I'm saying? Blue suede shoes, man. I get that, because I'm a sneaker guy. 
Air Max 90s, baby. That's it. That's the style. If anyone stepped on them, I'd be like Spike Lee, you know what I'm saying? Do the right thing. It's not cool. It is not cool. Especially when, you know, your shoes, your footwear are taking up a significant portion of your ends. Alright, okay. That was the musical juice. Here's some more of the history juice. Check this out. Talked about how Elvis liked karate, okay? Karate. You know what I'm saying? The Japanese style that I'm not familiar with, you know. Personally, I've never studied karate. My martial arts background is mainly mantis, kung fu, taekwondo, and Thai boxing. Anyways, there was this dude named Mike Stone who was a karate instructor. And as soon as I heard this guy's name, it just reminded me of a dude from Napoleon Dynamite. I forget that guy's name too. I like that guy. Mike Stone was teaching Elvis these moves, man. Like these roundhouses to the face and stuff like that. And like, I guess teaching them to Elvis's crew too. Elvis's posse was referred to as the Memphis Mafia. His entourage, man. You know what I'm saying? His gang. This Memphis Mafia, the bodyguards, these guys were serious business. These guys were like, probably had been locked up before. You know, Navy tattoos on their forearms. One of the guys was named Red, you know, and this guy like had seen it all. You know what I'm saying? So in 1968, he had the comeback special. He was already married to Priscilla, who I have to like, give props to. She seems like a pretty nice lady. I remember the Naked Gun movies totally blew me away because I was just like, who is this major babe? You know, I'm like nine years old. I'm like, is she actually like 50 years old and still like this major of a babe? You know, I was like, how how is this possible? And then my parents were like, yeah, she was married to Elvis. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like Elvis is dead. You know, this is a movie. What is real life? You know, jeez. And, um... Elvis introduced Priscilla, his possibly the love of his life, I'm sure, to Mike Stone so Mike Stone could keep teach her some karate moves, okay? To defend herself. Guess what? Priscilla and Mike Stone started hooking up. Romantically involved. They had an affair. Elvis was like heartbroken because... In 1968, Lisa Marie Presley, Elvis's only child, was born. Let's not forget about her. Let's not forget that Lisa Marie Presley, Elvis's daughter, was married to Michael Jackson, the king of pop, some said. And they had children, okay? And those children, they can claim that they're like, oh yeah, like my grandfather was Elvis. My father was Michael Jackson. My aunts and uncles are like Janet, Latoya, Tito, Jerome, you know. No one's like, oh yeah, my grandpa's Joe Jackson, you know, because Joe probably beat the shit out of like all of his family members. And uh, it's just like, where are these kids, you know? Where are these kids with their music? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 2021. Like, we need these kids to return, like, with the new sounds, you know? Like, the good vibrations to just, like, snap people into it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Into peace. 
into the love movement, into showing love. Return, Jackson children, please, we need you now. Mike Stone, man. Okay, and then Elvis got crazier and crazier, as people do. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's why old people are always the craziest mothers. Because, you know, you get crazier and crazier as you get older. You know what I'm saying? Trust me. <laughs> One night on stage, okay, yeah, Elvis was always getting threatened, like, that's how popular it was. He was getting hate mail, he was getting like, if you don't give me $50,000, I'm gonna murder someone at your show. And one night, Elvis was getting, like, credible threats, like, there was FBI agents backstage. Elvis went out there, performed with a motherfucking 45 in his waist and a Derringer single-shot mini-heater in his boot. And uh, that was after four guys had like rushed the stage one night and the Memphis Mafia had to like, you know, fuck them all up. And like Elvis like fucking one of these guys up apparently too, one of the four. So Elvis was just like, what? You know what I'm saying? Get off the stage. Probably went, you know, right back to singing. But Elvis was all like paranoid. And uh, he thought that Mike Stone, karate master Mike Stone, had orchestrated the whole thing and then Elvis like was getting so crazy that apparently like according to like others Elvis was like yo Red I need we need to get rid of Mike Stone you know what I'm saying like we need to rub this cat out Red like I'm with it Elvis like I know just the guy you know what I'm saying like just give me the word and it's on and uh, Elvis like apparently thought about it and was just like you know what no, like let's just pause that let's just pause that beat. Elvis was like maybe that's too heavy apparently Red said he said and on the hit so-called karate master Mike Stone who shocked up with Priscilla they didn't even last that long things were definitely out of control when Elvis was like totally hooked on the barbiturates man you know the barbies the nembies the goofballs we're talking Elvis was like, yeah, pass me some purple hearts, you know, some reds, red birds, I call them, red devils, you know, those lilies, F40s, pinks, pink ladies. Elvis was like, pass me the Mexican yellows, the abbots, the yellow jackets, the twosies, the doubles, you know. I'm sure the mafia like was providing all the access to the F40s, the seggies, the rainbows, you know, the double troubles. Colonel Tom Parker's like, stay away from the reds and blues, you know, the twosies, the gorilla pills, the F-66s, you know, or not, or Parker was feeding them to Elvis, and uh, so this was happening when Elvis, in his craziest, like, most drugged up action, was like, yo, President Richard Nixon, you dick, um, somebody said, Elvis said, he was like, yo, President Richard Nixon, let me be a drug enforcement agent because I can connect to the hippies and, you know, get them off the drugs. Because apparently, the way Elvis saw it, because all these Barbies, you know, Yellow Jackets, the Reds, the Twosies, the F-66s, all those were basically prescribed by a doctor. So Elvis never saw himself as like a junkie, even though he was. So Richard Nixon gives him this badge and then Elvis like is a gun 
carrying like agent of America and uh, he's like heartbroken over Priscilla and he like has two more wives I think after that or like another wife and another girlfriend and then he dies and it's just like man I think he died pretty sad like he got super fat like Johnny Carson was making fun of him stop saying like really hurt Elvis's feelings he's like Johnny Carson Oh yeah, one time Elvis like basically pointed an AK-47 at Red and was like, oh, don't make me blast you. Red was probably just like, do it Elvis, like, do it, you're gonna fucking do it, you know? But I don't know, I wasn't there. So I'm just all like, I'm just like, oh, what, what am I thinking about, you know? Like, what's something to think about for me? And just like, popularity, fame, you know? Does it ever mean happiness? Like, how many tragic ends have we seen, right? Jeez. In 1973, he overdosed twice, was hospitalized twice. Ah, like I said, R.I.P. Elvis. I was thinking about it, man, my favorite tracks. I'm just like, oh man, I really like Suspicious Minds. I call it Sus Minds. There's so many songs, of course, you know, like, he's the king. I also like In the Ghetto, because it makes me think of my boss and my first job. This cutter man was like 50 years old, working at this local grocery store as a manager, floor manager, former Navy dude, he had the craziest jerry curl, big mustache, wore tinted glasses inside, smoked cigarettes constantly, smoked cigarettes with like a black filter tip holder, and John Leader was his name, and John was like, I started smoking cigarettes when I was six years old, I started fucking shipping groceries like when I was seven with my little red wagon. And we were just like, John, you're so crazy. This guy used to drive a maroon K car. And then uh, he was just like, oh, yeah, I'm getting a new car today. And then, like, the next time we see him at work, he did have a new car. But it was just another fucking maroon K car of the same year. And we were just like, John, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, it's got, like, 60,000 less kilometers or some shit. This guy took his days off on Wednesday and Saturday so he could spread out the week. And one day, someone was just like blah 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 Elvis and John like in this really like nice voice was just like on a golden great Chicago moon there's another hungry child is born in the ghetto and like me and Matt and Evan just like busted out laughing we're just like what you know because it was like turns out it was his favorite song ever like this guy loved Elvis and uh yeah then we could be like John you know like in the ghetto and he's like people will understand <laughs> Yeah, peace to John, man. He might be dead. I don't know. Peace or peace. Peace or RIP, you know what I'm saying? Okay, that's it, guys. This is crazy long. We only have enough time for one song to sell. This crazy Elvis stuff to talk about, okay? But I think we covered all the most hilariously interesting stuff. If you want to write to me, tell me your favorite Elvis song. You got like two or three days left in the ease. I got like some Elvis soundtracks and stuff you know like if you want me to talk about elvis's music a little bit more email me otherwise it for elvis is in the ground man he's done okay something to think about sound waves travel fast in water compared to air think about that so you could have like these whales talking to each other in you know their own language and dialects and they're four times as far, you know, as if some human goof was on land. They said like the same thing. They said like, hey, can you hear me? It would happen at the exact same time. The other person would be like, yeah, I can hear you. The other mammal would be like, yeah, I can hear you. But the whale would be four times further away. Ain't that some shit if the, uh, if the wave was strong enough, you know? 
Whales like these low frequency signals which travel far, that's why submarines use them. Okay, my friends and family, I hope you learned something cool today. Hope you had some laughs because we had some jokes, you know what I'm saying? And I hope one day you can take some of this info and pass it on. Be like, hey, check this out. Did you know about this? Did you know about Elvis? You know what I'm saying? Did you know about Red? You know, and Elvis's crew? The facilitator, you know? And people be like, yeah, we know about that. Or they'll be like, oh, I didn't know that. It's pretty cool. You know, like, always be like, yeah, I didn't know that, but I don't care. Whatever, though, like, you're still doing your part to each one, teach one, baby, because that's what one. The message is peace. The medium is energy. Bring it back here one time tomorrow, because I got some more of this fresh juice for you. So I'll just say that's going to be it for today. It is me, Mortimer L. Matador Maine, saying peace to all y'all, and I will see you tomorrow peace 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 to all the gods on the earth but especially the earth peace r.i.p elvis he lives on